Nightmerica is an independently produced podcast. If you like what we're doing, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash nightmerica. And please tell your friends about us. Welcome to Nightmerica, a podcast that takes you on a tour of the abnormal, paranormal, weirdly true, and truly weird in every corner across this nation. Because, to paraphrase Ray Parker Jr., whether it's ghosts, aliens, monsters, or monstrous humans, there's something strange in your neighborhoods. Episode 12, The Spaceman. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, fellow weirdos. Aaron Sagers here. Uh, again, your co-host of Nightmerica from Paranormal, caught on camera on Travel Channel, ParanormalPopCulture.com, Paranormal Paparazzi, all the paranormal stuff, and joined, as always, by my cohort, colleague, co-host, Hello. Brett Emmy. <laughs> We need to work on this. I keep expecting you to jump in with your name. <laughs> I mean, I can also just say your name. I know. I keep picturing to say your name. Hi, guys. I am Britt. Good job. That was... <laughs> uh, so before we dive into this episode, this is a, this is a bit of an a interesting episode because we normally have two stories uh surrounding a topic but this one is just kind of intriguing enough that we decided just to tell this story and uh you know with sort of our special guest of ace freely uh, but before we get into the story of ace how about a word from our sponsors hey brit is brooklyn one of the most haunted places in america it's a it's a good question. It's a good question. Could be. It's a good question. And and it's a good question because Nightmerica is brought to you by Brooklyn's one and only mobile ghost tour. That's Madame Morbid's Trolley Tours. Uh, and it just so happens to be our official haunted tour. 
and I like that we have an official haunted it's tour. It's so exciting. I think it's very cool. And such a good one. It's such, And now we need, like, official uh, potato chips and an official, <gasps> like, beer and things like that. But we're starting strong with an official haunted tour because Madame Morbid's Victorian-era funeral-inspired trolley. It's actually, it's a, a great way, the best way, to cruise around Brooklyn and learn all about its haunted history. So they are, they're currently off the road as we record this because they are social distancing. Uh, but, and they're also chasing ghosts, which, you know, they can do that while social distancing. However, they do have gift cards available for when they reopen. So be sure to check out MadamMorbid.com and give them a follow at NYC to support our local ghost tour. And if you are hearing this after quarantine, after the pandemic passes, then, hey, you don't have to wait. You can just go check out the tour right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, and Britt, they want us to know that the answer is yes, Brooklyn is haunted. So that's Madame Morbid's Trolley Tours. Um, So, Ace Freely. Are you, Ace Freely is, he's known as Space Ace. He's the Spaceman. Uh, from the band Kiss. Uh, I don't know. Where are you a big uh, Kiss fan, Britt? I mean, I like. Who can say they don't like Kiss? You know what I mean? Like it's it's fun to listen to, especially like in the summer. I feel like it's just good, kind of fun tunes. I'm I'm not like a I I I'm an Ace Freely fan. I, I like Kiss a lot. But I'm definitely more of an Ace Freely fan, probably because New York Groove is, even before I lived in New York City, New York Groove was one of my favorite songs. It's just like such a great anthem to the city. And Ace's solo career was really notable. He's, his was, uh, especially he, he did the, uh, his solo album after Departing Kiss was just really great and um also i think the best selling of out of all the kiss um uh solo albums if if memory serves but it's interesting like you know in my career as a journalist i've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of different people along the way and ace was one of those people um Something it's it's like eleven years ago. It was a long time ago. That's um, a long time ago. I, it was a long time ago, and I so I was on a story on assignment. I was interviewing Ace Freely about his album Anomaly, and it was his first studio record in like twenty years since uh, 1989's Trouble Walking. And oh my god, that was the year I was born. And the year that Trouble Walkin' came out. So two notable things. <laughs> it's a big year. It was a big year. It was a big year. Um, this was at the Gibson Guitar offices in New York City, which in of itself is just a really wild mm. place to go conduct an interview. And That's cool. Like, I don't know what you think. What do you think of, like, when you imagine, like, going in to interview a rock star, a rock icon? What would you expect? I would be so nervous. I would be so nervous because especially Ace Freely, like he's just cool. I you know? I, I wasn't I would be intimidated. I wasn't nervous, but what 
I mean, visually, what I expected is exactly what I got. I went into this this studio, and this guitarist is, you know, the lights are very dim. It's a cool studio, very moody, and he's lounging on this couch, of course, wearing shades. Uh, he's got a bunch of rings on his finger, like Egyptian-inspired rings, uh, oh, and cool. really just like owning the place, like exactly like a rock star. Now, this was early on in my uh, so I had launched paranormalpopculture.com not too long before this. So this was early on in me trying to get paranormal stories out of celebrities. And uh, I, I wasn't reluctant, but I was maybe slightly sheepish. And I did. I asked him about, you know, what he thought about ghosts and aliens and everything. And man, did he lay it on me? Um, this guy's had so much activity, which I think is why we're just like letting this interview run on its own. Um, but you listen to this. I want to get your reaction afterwards. Uh-huh. But beforehand, did you have like high expectations of before you listen to this? Were you just like, oh, like, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe he had one thing happen. Did you expect all yeah. of this? Oh, yeah. When you said you had this, I was like, oh, he probably, you know, just had one little moment. But it sounds like this has truly impacted his whole life. And I'd be curious to hear your opinion on how one person can have so much activity. Yeah, that's good. Just to that. Well, let's take that after the interview. So just a special Nightmarica interview with Ace Freely. Old, but uh, honestly, I think this is the first time it's been heard. So uh, check it out, and we'll talk to you on the other end. I'm the kind of guy that says nothing's impossible, you know. Um, well, I've seen space spaceships, and you know. I've, well, wait, I've wait. Okay, so you've seen spaceships, sorry. Yeah. So, so I you're, you're in my backyard in Westchester. So I mean, you know. I'm, wait, you said okay. You saw a sp- a spaceship more than once. I've seen them in the sky. Yeah, sure. In your backyard. Yeah, well, it was either a dream or it was an incredible simulation. <laughs> okay, well, tell me about that. All I woke up in the I woke up the next morning and I'm laying in my doorway, halfway in the house and halfway out of the house. Okay. You know, and then there was like this circular burn on the grass. I don't know. You tell me. I didn't really talk about it to anybody because I didn't want people on my property. I, right. You know, I got seven and a half acres, you know. I don't I, I like my privacy, so I didn't go there. Uh, who knows? So it may have actually landed on your property. Yeah. And uh, that's Westchester. Um, that's that's kind of a hot spot for... It is a hot spot. For UFO I mean, activity. I see them all the time in the sky around where I live. You know, it's right, I'm right near the Hudson Valley there. Okay. You know, and I have friends who've seen them, so... You know, I mean, talking about extraterrestrials, to me, if you don't believe in them, I think you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Because what we've learned in the last 10 years as far as how big the universe is and how small we are, for anybody on Earth to think that there's not other life out there is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Period. It's, um, well, have you ever, okay, let, let me ask, have you ever encountered one face-to-face? Uh... Not that I remember. Not that but that doesn't mean it didn't happen because they can erase your memory. So what would you say the odds are that, that Ace has been, uh, if not abducted, at least interacted with an alien that you don't remember? Like, think it's likely? It's probably 50-50. 50-50? 
Yeah. I think you make a uh, interesting statement that in this day and age that what we know today. what we know um, and I think that's why a lot of people are sort of uh, they've come full circle to the idea hey we can talk about UFOs without us being crackpots we can talk yeah. about this stuff without it being a fringe topic right you know um, and uh, I mean look at all the TV shows that are out there too about ghosts and you know Bigfoot and UFOs do you get into any of that uh, I don't have the time to get into Bigfoot, it, it, you know, because from what I, you know, where I grew up, you know, it wasn't an issue. Right. So, you know, it's something I never pursued, but, you know, it's an interesting subject. And I remember seeing a show uh, on TV, on cable, about somebody was over in China looking for Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have a different name for it over there. So, but, I, yeah. that, you know, I, I think that's interesting. I mean, who knows, who, you know. Like I, I said, I'm open to anything. You know, you, any person who closes their mind to new ideas is just, you know, limiting their their view on on on, on the world around us. You know. How about ghosts? Oh yeah, I've seen ghosts. I believe in spirits. You know, I believe in past lives. Uh, yeah. You, and I mean, I know people who see spirits all the time. They go, oh, I've seen them. They're all around us. People are all around us all the time. Mm-hmm. And I can't see them, but, I mean, I've had experiences. I mean, I, I was punched in the face by a ghost. Really? How long ago was this? Uh, 2008. 2008. I was up so in my attic. Recently. I got a black eye from a ghost. Really? Yeah, I was taking a piece of luggage, and I was lifting up the top, and I got whacked. And it was just a thin piece of cloth. Mm-hmm. There's no way that the top of that luggage could have delivered that blow. So you did, did you see it, or you just felt it? I didn't see it. I just felt it. But a half an hour before that, I was in my recording studio, and I was having problems making a cup of tea because my hand was shaking. My hand never shakes. I was pretty hand. I'm pouring honey into my cup, and my hand shaking. I spilled the honey, and I said, what the fuck's going on? And on top of the water cooler was a book, and it hit me in the head. Wow. So the book flew off the uh, water cooler, and then I, but I still dismissed it mm-hmm. because, you know, I guess there's, and everybody, there's parts, we're parts skeptic. But then when I went up to get luggage for my tour, because I was, you know, bringing extra stuff out on the road, I got whacked in the head and I said, Jesus, hmm. what's going on? So do you think it's your house or it's you that attracts them? Uh, well, you know, come to think of it, uh, the place where, that I bought in 2000, when I first got it, I was uh, I was there with my daughter and her friend one night, and I had security cameras up, mm-hmm. and I was trying to set the cameras right. right. It was at night, and I'm standing out in the yard, and I'm saying, hey, honey, how does it look? And she goes, don't move. And I said, why? She goes, just don't move. And she said, all of a sudden, from the bottom of my feet, started to glow and it was coming up my whole body mm-hmm. and by the time it got up to my waist I don't know I didn't feel right and I just said I'm out of here and when I went back in the house she was wearing the film just like their faces were kind of white and I go what's wrong and she described what happened hmm. bizarre but I love that shit <laughs> and I, and I, I, I promise you not. I, I swear to you, this is not a lie. This is this is not something I would fabricate. No, I, you know, I, I believe you because 
Um, I've interviewed so many people from all walks of life that have s- the stories that are so similar to one another. And and I mean, I, I look at this. I look at night. I go outside in Westchester and I look up at the sky. I mean, I see something going across the sky, yeah. like super fast. And I'm watching, and it's going just like this, really fast. It stops dead and goes straight up. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know a plane that can maneuver at that speed and do a, do a tactical maneuver like that, you let me know because I don't think there's one man on earth that can do that. Now, have you believed Make in this a right turn. Have you believed in it all your life, or is this a... Pretty much, yeah. Pretty I've much. always suspected as a child, and then, you know, as I got older, you know, you know, I mean, I've seen them on planes. I think the first one I saw was maybe on a, a plane flight on tour with Kiss. Okay. You know, cigar sake, something. Do you- do you think any of that is um, connected to why, you know, you went by Spaceman and we've got... I've always been... It's all connected. I've always been fascinated by two things, you know, outer space, science, the pyramids. Mm-hmm. But I've always felt in a connection with the pyramids and Egyptian culture, and I have several books on it, and I find it fascinating, the fact that people are saying that Today, we couldn't build the building as accurate as the way the pyramid is placed, you know, north, south, east, and west. But the most fascinating thing that I did, I'm looking at uh, Google Earth, and I'm looking at the pyramids from, the, from, the, from above, and then I realize that they, it really lines up to the stars in the belts of Orion, mm-hmm. and it also lines up to the three mounds that are on Mars. And I actually overlaid them in Photoshop, and they match up perfectly. So, you know, that makes me believe that maybe, you know, we used to live on Mars, and maybe we migrated when Mars became inhabitable to the Earth. I mean, who knows what happened? You know, I don't want to speculate, but I don't want to not speculate either. Right. Nightmerica is excited to announce we have a new sponsor, Manscaped. And to talk about the men's grooming kits... We have a really big fan of Manscaped, but not a man, a Sasquatch. From the Florida Everglades, let's welcome Skunk Ape to the show. Thanks for joining, Mr. Ape. Oh, Skunk is fine, just fine. That's uh, that's what my friends call me. Even though you're an elusive cryptid, you're able to have a social life? Oh, sure, sure. Wood booger, yeah, we mow, mow, wendigo, mow, galon. We all, we all hang out. Well, that's great. With all those friends, it's probably important to look your best. We take a lot of pride in how we look uh, in the Sasquatch community, especially uh, since, uh, as you can imagine, there ain't a whole heck of a lot of us out there, so it gets pretty darn competitive getting attention from the lady squatches. So the Lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped has a durable, skin-safe ceramic blade when you groom your, uh, squatchy regions. Don't you know it? That Lawnmower 3.0 holds an edge, so I'm less likely to nick my nugs. It's happened before, and it ain't pretty. There's blood everywhere. Everyone down in the glades heard me howl out that one time. Whoop, whoop! That's what, that's what it sounded like when I nicked my nugs. But not with this Lawnmower 3.0. Dude, that's intense. I have certainly been there. It is no fun at all. Skunky, I imagine grooming down there probably takes a lot of time because you're a pretty big guy. Well, you know what they say about big feet. Big shoes? Big balls! Yep, right, sizable. Sasquasticles. Big old ones. But with them lithium-ion batteries I can charge that puppy up on the USB dock, I can use it for 90 minutes. It's even waterproof, so I can... 
fire it up in the glades and take a good long time getting my squashicles right where they needs to be. Well, with that waterproof technology, that's got to be helpful in the glades. Or even for a human like me who uses the shower. Is the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 getting you noticed down there? Only in the right ways. All the lady squatches or, or men, no, no judgment, they take notice. But I can still stay hidden, because with that quiet stroke technology, it does not make a lot of noise and attract unwanted look-a-loos. And that's a very important part of the Squatch code. You gotta stay undercover, you know? I can even groom up my squashicles in the middle of the night, because it's got an LED light on it, so you can see where your Patterson and Gimlin are. It's a memorable pair. And speaking of memorable pairs, you also like the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner? Well, you might have heard I have a bit of an odor issue, hence the nickname Skunky. And with the Florida humidity, uh, I can smell pretty darn ripe down there. So I use that Manscaped Ball Deodorant to, to make the squashicle smell fresh as a daisy and the ball toner to freshen up when skunk turns to funk. Maybe we should start calling you Flowers instead of Skunky. Well, Skunky, if you or your Squatch Buddies or any listeners out there want to groom safely, and who doesn't, head over to manscaped.com and enter code NIGHTMERICA for 20% off plus free shipping off your order. For one more time, that's... Squatchscaped. No, no, it's not. It's Manscaped. Manscaped. The right tools for the job. So. Still wild. Wild. I, even though I, like, crazy even listening to it, uh, and I I feel like I sound young in that, in that clip, too. <laughs> well, it was my, 11 my years ago. How old were you? I was. What? Uh, I don't know. No. No, I was definitely in my 30s, I think. Um, so, he starts out by saying uh, he, maybe a, a spacecraft mm-hmm. landed in his backyard because there were scorch marks. Uh, he thinks it's 50-50 chance that he's encountered an alien face-to-face uh, because they can erase your memory. Mm-hmm. Always was seeing things in the sky. Uh, first uh, one that he saw, supposed UFO, was cigar-shaped, which is a classic shape um, for possible UFOs, in a flight with his KISS band members on tour, which is just wild in of itself. And then, supposedly, punched by a ghost. Uh, and also some sort of energy or ghost was overtaking him uh, that his daughter saw by uh, security camera footage. Um, do you believe it? Do you, I mean, I, I, you don't know him, I guess. I don't know him, but what you did you did it sound like a guy that was all in on this? It, it did. I I'm absolutely sure about the circular burn on the grass that he references. I feel like that's got to be real. Um, did he say what year? I don't feel like I heard a year that that happened, but I'd be curious to see because like in that area, there are like so many other reported sightings, especially in the 80s. So if it's then, I feel like that's got to be... It, accurate it wasn't in the 80s when he had that experience i think it okay. is i think it was only like 2008 however oh, however okay. westchester that area has long been considered a um a hot spot or at least a very warm spot of possible uh mm-hmm. activity and definitely of sightings and i mean even john lennon you know that we're talking about i think the 70s 
you know, even John Lennon reported seeing uh, UFOs flying, uh, you know, alongside the East River, I believe, in New York City. So the area itself is, you know, attracts a lot of attention. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty wild, pretty Mm -hmm. wild stuff. I mean, the fact that he said that this has influenced his music career, um, and he even told me that he believed he got downloads, like, uh, from other, you know, transmitted straight to his brain that allowed him to write music and things like that. Um, and, uh, that kind of falls in line with a lot of supposed contactee uh, stories that they're getting like information transmitted straight to their brain. Uh, mm. And Ace, I, I think this is still the case. Like Ace never learned how to uh, read music and is, but is considered one of the great guitarists. So who knows, maybe he was getting those skills from some sort of alien transmission. Yeah. Yeah. He could have been. I also was really intrigued when he talked about the speed at which I think it's the cigar shaped item, the speed at which it flies, because like to tie back to the sports episode we did where you talk about the speed at which like those UFOs fly, that's not something that a regular aircraft or, you know, a regular human made thing can do. They can't travel at speed that insanely fast. Or at least yeah, that we well, know of. And those were those were ones that he had seen above Westchester and the skies above Westchester as well, because I, I think he even says like you can see it shift direction fairly radically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean the the thing is is that there are people that have one experience and that's it. And maybe that's interesting. Some that have multiples uh, uh you know encounters. It is interesting that he's had so many. It's not it's not unheard of. I mean, I hear of people that seem to have layers of activity and it's almost like something about them is drawing it in um, or they're tuned into something possibly. Um, there's also the, you know, the likelihood that they're making it all up, but mm-hmm. I didn't get that impression from him almost cuz he's just being so casual but then has the story to back it up. I mean, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people about their experiences and there's little things that kind of trigger me that makes me think, well, okay, they're just making this up as it go- as they go along. Uh, he could be misinterpreting something, but I don't think he's making it up. Um, and certainly like the burns on the grass are, yeah. are interesting. Um, What's your opinion on the black eye from the ghost? Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that I'm like, are you sure you didn't just hit yourself in the face with the suitcase? Yeah. But, uh, but he does say that he, I mean, he takes that into account. And here's the thing: is if I hit my head on the cabinet door, and I'm I'm either going to say I'm an idiot and tell other people about it. It's sort of like ghost is not the, the explain explanation you jump to. True. You probably would say I'm a klutz or like, you know, or whatever, or maybe you blame it on someone else, but blaming it on the ghost is sort of an odd 
explanation, odd, mm-hmm. odd entity to play the blame game with. Um, so, you know, why, why go there if you didn't actually think that was what was going on? Um, you know, he could have just misinterpreted it. You weren't Very buying true. it. You weren't buying that. You weren't I buying the... don't think I was necessarily buying it. When you said like, oh, are you sure you weren't just hit in the face with a suitcase? Like, that's kind of what I thought, too. But he, I mean, him saying he accounted for that. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, the final bit there that I found just hilarious is um, him saying like, yeah, but Bigfoot, uh, I don't really, I don't concern myself with Bigfoot so much. It's <gasps> I know. Just I was not... wondering if you got really offended by that. <laughs> No, I, I, I didn't get offended by it. I just found it so funny. It's like, uh, aliens? Yeah, aliens, definitely. Uh, ghosts? Totally, yeah. Uh, you know, he even talks about ancient aliens and and, uh, and things like that. He talked about that with me. And the pyramids and alien downloads. Uh, but then just to be like, yeah, but uh, can't be bothered with Bigfoot. I'm too busy for that, you know? <laughs> so uh, I found that amusing so yeah. definitely different side of uh ace freely so um <laughs> uh well any other thoughts about ace space ace i mean he even named himself the spaceman before these experiences so that's that's fascinating yeah it is uh, i wonder like if the aliens targeted him because of that who knows i mean even there are people in history like nikola tesla was supposedly received a transmission that uh, guided his inventions. Um, And, you know, that's not someone that you typically consider to be a crackpot. So Mm -hmm. eccentric, yes, but crackpot, no. So uh, there are many ways that this follows a pattern of of contactee, uh, you know, experiences. So... awesome but well uh for all you out there thank you for listening to this sort of abbreviated uh episode of nightmarica where yeah it's pretty cool got to got to say that we have ace freely on nightmarica even though it was an old interview i think it counts (laughs) it counts it counts if you like nightmarica please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash nightmarica And consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on social media and share this with your friends. And if you'd like to share your paranormal stories or even seek paranormal advice, which is for entertainment purposes only, email nightmaricashow at gmail.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.